0: It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, August 6th, 2020. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. Two young Sitkins have tested positive for the coronavirus. Sitka health officials announced the new cases in a press release Wednesday. Both female patients are between 10 and 19 years old. Both had symptoms when they were tested on July 31st and are now isolating. State health officials have begun the contact tracing process. That makes 27 resident cases in Sitka. Twelve non-resident cases have also tested positive. One person has been hospitalized, and four cases are currently active, according to city data. The two young patients received their diagnoses just a few weeks before schools are set to open in Sitka and across the state. Of the over 3,000 Alaska residents who tested positive for the coronavirus as of Tuesday, around 15 percent of them are 19 years of age or younger, according to state data. The first and only cruise ship to sail in southeast Alaska during the pandemic is back in Juneau, just four days after departing the capital city. On Tuesday, a passenger on the ship received a call that he had tested positive for COVID-19. The ship's operator, Uncruise, was the only company offering ship-based trips in Alaska this summer. All five scheduled trips have now been canceled. KTOO's Jennifer
1: Pemberton reports. The ship, the Wilderness Adventurer, operated by UnCruise, left Juneau for a week-long trip on Saturday. The company had taken a lot of precautions, and its COVID-19 safety plan had been approved by the state. According to UnCruise CEO Dan Blanchard, all passengers were required to get tested for COVID-19 up to five days before traveling to Alaska and boarding the boat. But on the third morning of the trip, the ship was anchored in a cove somewhere in the wilderness of southeast Alaska. Blanchard says most of the guests were off the boat and off exploring, and some of them had cell phone service.
2: Our guest received a call um, from the testing facility uh, in Juneau uh, run by the state of Alaska that their second test uh, had come back positive.
1: This passenger from the lower 48 was tested four days before flying to Juneau and had arrived with a negative test result in hand, the company said. It was a second test at the Juneau airport that showed he was positive. The guest contacted the boat's captain, who contacted the authorities, and the company's plan went into effect. All passengers were quarantined in their cabins until the ship returned to Juneau. In a Wednesday morning call with reporters, Blanchard said that most of the Wilderness Adventurers' guests had arrived in Juneau the same day the trip departed. The passenger who tested positive arrived by plane sometime before noon on Saturday. Uncrew's rented out the Hangar Ballroom, a private dining room in a local restaurant, to use as an isolation area prior to guests boarding the ship. This passenger was there by 3 or 3.30 on Saturday afternoon.
2: Now, this fellow did go out on the boardwalk and took a walk, and we know he dropped off some mail. And that's what I know. I don't know any more details um, as far as where he went. Uh, That's within the state's hands right now.
1: The vessel was back in Juneau by 7.30 Wednesday morning. The ship's 36 passengers are all checked into a local hotel for quarantine. The 30 crew members will quarantine on the vessel. The state's health department will advise the company on the quarantine, which Blanchard says could last anywhere from five days to two weeks. That passenger who tested positive, along with their immediate travel companions, were tested on board, and those tests are off to the lab. The ship was carrying enough COVID 19 saliva test kits to test everyone on board twice. No one on the ship has shown any signs or had any symptoms of an infection.
2: The guests are bummed, but understanding. Um, they've had. Uh... Four fabulous days, truly.
1: Blanchard says all guests will receive a credit for a future trip with Uncruise. But those vouchers won't be good until next year. The other four sailings the company had planned for the summer in Alaska have been canceled. Blanchard said that decision was a combination of what happened on this trip, plus the fact that the state recently changed its requirements for out-of-state travelers. Alaska now requires travelers to have a negative test within three days of leaving home, most test results take at least that long to get back.
2: The challenge for a guest is, am I going to take off on the plane from the East Coast without having a test? And, and quite frankly, we don't want to put the guests in the, that position.
1: Uncruise had tried to reimagine what travel in southeast Alaska could look like in the face of a pandemic.
2: Probably the two things that could have changed this situation, and one is obvious, a vaccine, um, but the other is rapid testing.
1: Hopefully one of those two things will be available in 2021, and Uncruise can try again. In Juneau, I'm Jennifer Pemberton.
0: This fall, students headed to the University of Alaska Southeast in Juneau, Ketchikan, and Sitka will be able to enroll in a new Associate of Art degree program. That's part of a larger vision that's been in the works for several years to establish a Northwest Coast Arts Hub. KTOO's Elizabeth Jenkins has more.
3: The new degree program is a partnership between the University of Alaska Southeast, Sea Alaska Heritage Institute, and the Institute of American Indian Arts in Santa Fe, New Mexico. The agreements were signed a few years ago, but it's taken some time to line everything up. Kari Groven, the art director at Sea Alaska Heritage Institute, says there's a lot of room for growth.
0: We're at a really great milestone now that it exists in the first place.
3: The program is a two-year art degree with a focus on Northwest Coast indigenous art. As part of the new program, students are required to take an intro course into relevant native languages. Then, there are hands-on art classes to choose from, like Northwest Coast basketry and carving. Some of the courses have been offered before by the university, and some are brand new. For instance, acclaimed weaver Lily Hope is teaching an online class about career development as an artist. Students enrolled in the program will have the option to transfer credits to the University in New Mexico if they want to pursue a bachelor's degree. Grooven thinks this kind of comprehensive academic offering is long overdue. She says many people are familiar with the region's formline design, but the associate's program is a way to gain a deeper understanding. In a way, the
4: associate's degree provides a starting point for that journey.
3: With COVID-19, some of the courses will be offered online and some will still happen in person in accordance with the university's pandemic plan. And in the future, students will be able to experience some of these classes on a brand new campus. Sea Alaska Heritage has already started breaking ground on a 6,000 square foot facility in downtown Juneau. It's being designed to house big projects like canoes and totem poles. The campus is slated to be completed sometime next year. In Juneau, I'm Elizabeth Jenkins.
0: Alaska ranks among the top quarter of states with STD cases. Its syphilis outbreak began two years ago and cases continue to rise. As KHNS's Claire Stremple reports, the COVID-19 pandemic has prevented public health professionals from getting a handle on the sexually transmitted disease. State
5: epidemiologists recently reported the largest number of syphilis cases ever in the state. And there are online records going back to the 70s nearly 250 people reported syphilis cases in 2019, more than double the cases the year before. Then came COVID-19.
4: People don't stop having sex just because there's a pandemic going on.
5: Susan Jones is a registered nurse and the hiv STD program manager for the state's epidemiology department.
4: The pandemic being kind of full-scale and operational, it's interfered with public health's ability to respond to the ever-increasing number of syphilis cases. And so the message needs to get out so individuals who are at risk for having syphilis know that they need to go in and get tested and treated. She said
5: some people who should get tested may be avoiding clinics and hospitals right now. And public health's best weapon against syphilis is contact tracing. But lately, the department is overwhelmed by COVID-19. Jones's epidemiology section is now a surge center for COVID-19. So staff that usually work on STDs are fighting the coronavirus. Jones said she had to pull some staff off of pandemic work and back into syphilis prevention. But she said COVID-19 is not to blame for the spike in cases last year federal funding for STD prevention has declined, and the state's department hasn't grown either.
4: You know, I think that the structure of public health has been diminished over the years. If you look at the section of nursing and the depletion of funds and staff in the section of nursing, that has negatively impacted our ability to control outbreaks.
5: Syphilis is easily treatable. It's a bacterial infection usually transmitted by sexual contact. Symptoms can be a painless sore, usually on a mucous membrane like lips or genitals. There's also usually a rash. But those go away, and some people may not know they have it. But if left untreated, it can affect the heart, brain, and other organs. Syphilis in Alaska cuts across all age groups, from teenagers to senior citizens. Heterosexual people account for most of the cases. A third of last year's cases also reported using methamphetamine or heroin. A quarter of the cases had been homeless and a quarter incarcerated. Jones says it's much harder to do outreach for certain at-risk populations because she doesn't see patients in person.
4: That's been the biggest barrier for us. That's Jones, the state public health nurse again. Before we were going out into the field, we were going out to where we could find individuals or places where individuals would hang out and offer like um, a free outdoor testing clinic in um, um, the park or someplace like that. Uh, or we've even gone into homeless camps, and we're not doing that now. So there, there may be people that are undiagnosed.
5: Those undiagnosed people are why her estimate is that this year's syphilis case count will be even higher. If the current trend continues, she says this year's count could be closer to 300 cases. And it's not just an Alaska problem, although the state does have a high rate of STDs. Combined rates for syphilis, chlamydia, and gonorrhea are at an all-time high in the rest of the country, too. Reporting in Haines, I'm Claire
0: Strumpel. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.